Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, you're not fired up for this here. Come on, Marco. We're both diehard net, you know, 90s Knicks fans. I know it's, we're not in the 90s anymore. But they, Damn. think about this. They, this is the sixth playoff appearance in the last, like, 21 seasons. So disgraceful. 21 that's years. Disgra- I mean, honestly, that's a disgrace. Right? Like, once you get me to Saturday at 6 o'clock, yes. Right now, my whole feeling is they're not going to win this series. So I'm not totally fired up because it's almost like the reality. The cold war, cold water reality is I don't believe that this team is good enough to do anything in the playoffs. I really, do, I truly don't. And to be honest, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm on my island on this one. They might be better off with Randall not coming back. Why? I think they're better without him. They need to get something for him, but they need to move him. But I think Randall is the would really hold them back. I think the the ability of this team to get to the next step is to get Randall the hell out of the way because I think he holds them back from getting Quinton Grimes to the next level to getting quickly to the next level. Randall, it was a nice addition. He's been great for them. I get it. He's a good player on a mediocre team. To make the next step, he needs to be the hell out of the way. Yeah, I, look, they need Randall back. I know he's saying maybe long-term the team isn't built properly or, or well enough to win a championship with Randall being there because there are certainly limitations to his game. You know, Marco, I was just counting it up. What year would you say you became a Knicks fan or you started watching Knicks basketball? Uh, truly 87, the Patino uh, huh. year. Yeah. All right, 87-88 with Patino there. Mm-hmm. They made the postseason. Right. They did not again miss the postseason until 2001, 2002. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 straight years in the postseason. For me, I was a little bit later than that. I'd say late 80s, early 90s. I started, uh, I forget, like sixth grade. I started paying attention to it. Maybe Kiki Vanderway, Gerald Wilkins. Those are some of my first. How much later? It was like 90. Yeah. yeah. All right. So around there. early, And then really into it, 91, 92, 93, 94, obviously. Really right. into it. Those years. So, I mean, every year, like postseason was a given. First round win was a given. Like, Knicks- Once you got to 92? Oh, yeah. Knicks-Cavs first round match was like. Why bother? Like, this is the warm-up until we really get into the postseason. Mm-hmm. And then nothing for the next 20 years? Again, for, to be to explain it to, like, the younger Nick fan, and I get the it. Why they're, I, I get why they're so hyped up, and I get why they're so... Look, because you haven't seen it. I get yeah. it. I truly do. But the, 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 the year that I'll point to, 96, with Don Nelson, who was fired after oh, they I won, like... I hated that hire. Right. And after Pat Riley left and Don Nelson, it was a mess, right? And they won like 47, 48 games. They were a second-round exit. They lost to the 96 Bulls, who were tremendous. Actually won a game, lost in five. That tremendous 72-10 and 10 Yeah, they didn't lose a game, right. right. They were a second, an Eastern Conference semifinal team that lost in five. Sal, they were a disgrace. Right. This team can't even reach that. I don't know if I would ever call any of those teams a disgrace because I love them so much, but I do remember that. You're right. They couldn't. I mean, that was like, they oh, They were wow. a mess. They were a mess, and they had to redo the whole team. 97, it was totally different. They traded Mason. They brought in Allen Houston. They were a totally different so, club. during those 14 years, right, that we went back from 87, 88, they lost in the first round one, two, three of those years. Well, the last one with right. the Raptors. Against the Raptors. The first one. Right. The first one. Well, who, who'd they lose to? Do you remember with Patino? No, no, no. Patino, they won a series. I think they, I'm pretty oh. sure they swept the uh, Sixers. That was when they were actually with the broom. 
on the court. That might have been Jackson. the second year. Oh, I'm just looking here. Lost in the Eastern, Eastern Conference first round, 87-88. The next year they lost in the conference semis with Patino. What was Patino's last year? That was his... I thought Patino was done in, in 87-88, but I could be wrong. 87-88, it says Patino was the coach, and they lost in the first round. The next year, Patino was also the coach, lost in the Eastern Conference semis. Okay. Anyway, so according to this, the Knicks franchise in Whatever, Peter then Jones. you're going into McLeod and into, uh, now I can't think of whatever, 90 when they beat the Celtics with the Ewing. Stu Jackson. Stu Jackson, yeah, the right, Ewing so, three so in three, Boston. But three times in those 14 consecutive years, and they were bookended. The first time in, okay, it happens. First time in the playoffs, losing the first round. Right. Last time, right. meaning this is going to be a problem moving forward. They and the other one the was 91 round. with the Bulls, right? The other one was 90-91. Stu Jackson, I don't know if it was the Bulls. I'm, I'm oh, taking your word for I'm it. I'm pretty yeah, positive it was the yeah. Bulls. Okay, so then after that, I mean, there were the two semis in. Semis, finals, uh, uh, conference finals, regular finals, conference finals, conference uh, semis, semis. I mean, dude. Losing in the semis was a bad year. Bad year. This would be tremendous this year just to get to the conference. Losing in the semis happened more often than not, but they never, I mean, three times out of 14, they lost in the first round. Uh, It's a different world. And now, yeah, it is a different world. That's what I mean. And now you look at it, it's like, oh my God, they actually made the semis. What's that? A bing bonger doesn't even know what a semis final is. And that's kind of my point of why I should enjoy this. I really, truly should. But I don't know that they're truly on the right path. And I feel like until they can move the albatross that is Randall and really start to turn the team over. Brunson. Were you into the Hawks? What's that? Were you into the Hawks series a couple years ago? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yes. Now, why? Because I was, too, leading up to that whole thing. I really felt it. I didn't trust Randall all year. But by the end of the year, he converted me where I was like, you know what? Look, man, I'm wrong. Everything that I'm seeing, everything that I'm saying, I'm wrong because the guy's been unbelievable all year. It's got to be the goods. I got to be an idiot. And then I watched him in that series and I watched the entire team melt led by Randall. And it, it it really was like, it was reality. And then the next year you saw last year, it wasn't a, what I could live with last year. This year is the right step. But I truly believe if until you get rid of Randall, you can't make that next step. And I'm hoping that it's Brunson, Grimes, quickly. Maybe Barrett can be not so inconsistent, but I'm not really sold on that. Grimes and quickly have to be the two guys that go with Brunson and find someone else to become the two. So you're not going to. That's what makes them go over the You're top. not going to. I mean, you're going to watch the game Saturday. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be locked into every game. I'm going to be sure. I'm going to be ruined like a lunatic. I'll be banging my head up against the wall. And then when the game is over, I'll be screaming at no one and saying, I know that this team is not that good. Why am I sucked in? So did you hear my dilemma for Saturday? What do you got? Sesame Place. Daughter's second birthday. Um, and it's supposed to rain. Is it? Yeah. So now I get two decisions to make. Well, really one decision, but it impacts a couple of different things. And we got to make a decision to, uh, today, technically Friday morning by like 11 o'clock, if we want to cancel the tickets and push it to Sunday, which we could do Sunday if we wanted to. Now, how far is Sesame Place? I don't like two know. and a half hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a long ride yeah, from no, Long Island where we're okay. going. And we that. got my mother going, we got my sister and her family going, and we got my wife's brother's family going as well. Now, my wife's brother's family is in Jersey, so it's not that bad for them. My sister lives by us, so we're talking about... You know, getting two families together to go two hours, what, are we going to risk... What time are we talking? We're talking we got to leave 8 a.m. to get there Saturday for like 10.30 or 11 or some lunch with Elmo or something like that. Okay. So now, All right, let's so what, say... What time do you leave Cookie in them? What, right, what, so that's what time what do you get back? Let's say rain wasn't a factor. Right. I don't know. I mean, are we talking we're leaving 4 o'clock? Are we going to be there... Ooh. Are we going to be there? We're not going to be leaving before that, right? Would you leave four? You're going to leave three o'clock? You get all the family there? You're only there for that long? Like, I don't know. I don't know how this works. Your daughter's turning two? Yeah. Uh, right, so we kind of go based off of her, right? If she's cranky and wants to take a nap or what something. What time's nap time normally? Do you know? Yes. Normally nap time is like uh, 11.30-ish, I'd say. Ooh, it's an early nap. So right. the, the schedule's going to be all... I thought maybe she could bail you out for like a 2.30 nap where you're like, hey, I got to get in the car. Get what her in the do? car, right. got to get in the car so she goes to sleep. No, so she's uh, probably going to be overtime. I would think we're going to leave around 3 or 4. That's a long time in assessment uh, play out. From like you know. from 10.30 or 11, say, to 3 or 4, right? We're it's not going to be there beyond that. She's 2. I mean, she's going to be... She's going to be out of overjoyed and then overstimulated within right. an hour. Okay. She's two. 
All right. She can't handle it. Because there's this. other factors here, too. I got the dog. I got to let him out. Who knows how long that's going to be. But the Knicks are at six. I don't mind listening to a little bit of it if I had to, like, for the you know first half hour or so. So I should be good in that mm. regard then, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to DVR it anyway. Maybe I could just yeah, avoid the spoilers. And Cohen's great and on the radio and all that. But still, um, I would say, <laughs> for me, if there's the threat of rain and you're not you don't have anything else Sunday that you got to really take care of. People already warned that Sunday could be the rain date. I would lean towards the push to Sunday. And have a nice, clean 6 o'clock. At you don't the, have to think about it. You don't have yeah. to worry about it. You don't have to be looking at the clock and trying to get the hell out of there. All right, so now let's get back to just the Sesame Place, daughter's second birthday. Here's my concern about the pushing it back to Sunday. I don't like messing with the weather gods. You know, the Mets did that on opening day, and how did it work out, right? Yeah. So if I panic because of a few scattered showers and we push it to Sunday, what happens if Saturday is the better weather day? Well, at that point, you've made your decision just like the Mets, and now there's no going back. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm saying, but I don't want to ruin. Well, and Sunday's the now, actual Sesame, birthday. Sesame Place is an outdoor event? Like yeah, what? mostly outdoors, yeah, if not all. Really? Yeah. What are the rides? Like, yeah, you've never been to Sesame Place? No. Yeah. Yeah. Surprising. <laughs> I was like, you really haven't been anywhere. No. And meanwhile, I'm like talking about it like I'm a vet. You never been to Sesame Place? <laughs> I mean, I never even heard of it until last year. Well, so. I got a third kid coming. I was, yeah. I was saying the rain because my wife, apparently, we're going to the park to take pictures with the kids for the last pregnancy. Last pregnancy. Yeah, you, you better Saturday knock on wood. To you you sure. better do two things. Knock on wood and go get a vasectomy, for goodness sake. <laughs> Make so, sure there's no, leave no really- doubt. You ever hear that? <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't realize that there was a threat of rain on Saturday because I'm thinking for myself, that's supposed to be in the afternoon. I got a couple things I want to get done, and then my fat ass is going to be on a couch at 6 o'clock. Yeah, right. Um, I would say to get the clear mind, you push. Now, I know you could say, well, the the weather gods, but take a look at the weather. I'm not a big weather guy. Look ahead. I texted my buddy Jeff uh, from um, News 12, and he's uh, he's helped me out. He said he's going to give me, um, give me the latest details. There you go. Check with Rosie, too. He's a big weather guy. Let's see. Rosenberg gets involved, too. Oh, no. I'm not trusting Rosie. He says he's a big hockey guy. I asked him yesterday. He has no idea what the playoff situation is for the Islanders. I'm like, Rosie, come on. We got to. Well, that's uh, a problem. Jeff Banton, though, for News 12, I was going back and forth with him a little bit. I was like, my wife is going to love you and me because of this. So he's going to give me a call or text at least tomorrow. Let me know. But even he, like. No, I don't know. The weather's weird. I get it. But I mean, if you're talking about like a, a couple of scattered showers. Then yeah, it's dangerous, especially if there might be scattered showers on Sunday. You can't ruin the birthday like that. I'm not going to go that far to mess up your daughter's birthday. You can't have the Sesame Place doesn't happen this weekend. We screwed the whole thing. No, you got to go. You got to have fun. She's got to enjoy it. She's got to meet Elmo. She's got to meet right, Cookie, right, and right. Abby, and whoever the hell else yeah, is right, going to be there. Right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, yeah well, I, yeah, children. Yeah. Um, I do think though, if you have the opportunity and if the weather's okay for Sunday, I would push it for your men. Because you, know. you two things, two birds, one stone. Bad weather risk and the Knicks at six. Right. And the Knicks at six. I mean, you're talking about Knicks at eight, you're, one go, thing, you're home, no problem. Knicks one at thing, six is weird. I, I got to be honest with you, I don't love the idea of doing that on a Sunday. You know, because you got Monday following it up, right? The big work week starts. It's a long commitment. Two hours there, two hours back. At least if you do it Saturday, then Sunday is just like the chill day, you know? Yeah, that's perfect world, but you got the Knicks on Saturday. Yeah, no, I get that. That supersedes. Well, I get DVR. I mean, I'm not, I'm not as a what, – what, what, I'm at Sesame Place. What, who's going to spoil this? I mean, it's not like Succession where somebody's going to tell me that Logan Roy died. I mean, come on. Have you seen Succession? I have not. So now apparently I don't have Do to see Do you watch that, that show? No, I haven't watched it okay, at all. Okay, yeah. So apparently I have to, uh, Logan Roy, I don't have to worry about it now. <laughs> Dude, I, you might be in trouble. Pete Hoffman gave a spoiler from the Sex in the City revival like a week or two after it aired, and he caught a lot of heat, a lot of calls. Listeners were angry. That episode only aired a few days ago. No, it aired almost a week ago now. It was Sunday night. Look, if you don't know by now, you can't blame me. If you're a big Succession fan and a Succession watcher, watcher, you've got to have watched it by now. When's the show air? On Sunday nights. And it was like a huge thing. I wasn't going to watch it live. I saw on Twitter, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Nobody said what, but I was like, you know what? I can't. I got to go in. I got to watch this now. I can't go into this work week without... Seeing this show because I know this it's going to get spoiled. This was the first episode that my wife and I have ever watched. We didn't watch it live, but we have HBO Max, not right. HBO. So we started it at like 9.05, 9.10 before anything was on Twitter. And as it's going on, I'm like, this, I don't know what fate intervened. This is 
one of the best decisions of my life to, for the first time, watch the show pseudo live because then I came here right after. It was ruined from. It was spoiled on Twitter while I was here. Yes, I would have found. I, mean. I would have been furious. Don't you think by now that people have already either watched it or have had it spoiled, or, Nigel, or it's because it it was one of these things where people have been spoiling it starting Sunday night. Like That's if you were mean. somebody who watched it the next day, you know, nine o'clock is too late. You watch it the next day, you you lost here. It was so. This just came up on on a baseball night in New York yesterday. It was a topic that we did a random topic that we picked out of an envelope, and it was when is it too early to spoil a show or when is it when what's the proper time frame and as we were discussing it i was just setting up you know this of course this is exactly how i said it on the air to the panel i go this of course on the heels of succession and the big spoiler you know that the guy died and danny wexelman on the couch right next to me was a big succession fan (laughs) didn't see it She didn't watch it. I spoiled it live on the show by accident. What day was this on Baseball Night in New York? This was last yesterday, last See, night. See, even at that point, even if you didn't know the specific spoiler, you had to know, like, everybody in the world knew that something happened on Succession. Like, my dad doesn't right. watch it. He knew when we were at the Mets game on Tuesday, the Mets come out now, the players come out to the theme song. He knew something happened, and he doesn't even have social media, but he just knew from existing in the world. Something that matters happened on that show a couple days ago. Right. Well, like, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, and she looked at me like she wanted to kill me. Well, I could understand air. if she yeah. wanted to, yeah. My question is, why does everybody feel the need to spoil it for everybody else? What, well, what exactly is the... Well, now, now, okay, now we're getting to something here. Because I do think that there are certain people who want to spoil it. The same oh, people definitely. That, yeah, right, they're the doing same- it on per- They want you to hate them for spoiling Like, again, it's yeah, something... That's the have part, the conversation get, about it with your friend who already watched it. Well, but I'm not doing that. I was just having normal conversation. Like, by now, I feel like I was. I went out of my way to avoid talking about it initially, but, like, it's going to come up in conversation. It's now almost a week past here. You have to have seen the show. I agree with you. What I found out from that thing with Pete Hoffman, the December when you were filling in on middays, he filled in on the overnights. Right. A lot of people, even a week or two, is not enough time. I I guess, but I'm not going out of my 24, way to— 48 hours after that— you're you're kind of taking the risk in this world we live in. So, dude, in, in today's day and age, again, if I were going out there that night or the next day, I'd be like, hey, spoiler alert, blah, blah, blah. Same if you people. do it in the first few hours, you're just a jerk. Like, we do stuff online. The West Coast, like, the show hasn't even aired in half of the country yet. Right. And people are doing it on Twitter. Why Why do you need to go to Twitter anyway after a, a TV show or during a TV show? And then why do you need to spoil it for if somebody? If you don't have real friends? Uh, that's all it is. That uh, unfortunately, because Twitter is your friend. That that's your. You got nobody else to call, nobody else to talk to, and you want to go to Twitter because you want everybody mad at you now, so that you get to you get some attention. Okay, so here's another thing, and I talked about this on the SI Media podcast with my buddy Jimmy Trainer. He's on a text thread, and a couple of the people are talking about the show. Like, you want to talk about the show? Is it safe to talk about it? Blah blah blah. And one of the guys was that jerk and ended up spoiling it for one of the other guys. In the See, group. that you can't do. Like, yeah. I even well, asked JJ on. watches the show. Who? I oh, texted him first and asked him, have you watched the episode yet? Are you watching it live this year or binging? And he said, I haven't watched it yet. So you don't say anything. You didn't say what? anything after that. No, just that's not, the good like, move because, you watch. Right, right, because otherwise you come in and be like, oh, no spoilers. And somebody's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to say anything. But yeah, no, no, no. Wait no. do you see right. Like, well, but that's also know your friends. I, I mean, not for nothing. If you don't know your friends, you don't know who's going to be the jerk that's going to needle you. Then you don't know your friends at all. So to avoid a spoiler in today's world, oh, stay, I'll tell you, I had a night off like social media here. is fine. That's like, easy. You can stay off of social media, right? Yeah. It may not be easy for some, but it's attainable. Yeah. What about the text? The text threads. Like you're not supposed to watch TV because that could be. It's a, t- it's a that was a big story. Like you, so you're not supposed to watch TV. You can't listen to the radio. You can't have a text thread with your friends. I think you have to know if you are close enough with somebody where you guys actively talk about a show. I've yeah. done this. You text them, hey, uh, you know, I know we talk about this show uh, right after it airs every week. Not watching live this week. Wait until I reach out to you. <laughs> and you right. Also, you got to know how how important it is for you because I mean, like, I've done I've that never... uh, with Sal. Show you mentioned the other day. Did that with Homeland in the past. Right. And then I watch it every week. Texted him one time. I'm working. Don't tell me anything. Yeah, see, I've never had a show get spoiled for me in that that I was that into at the time. Like, I usually wind up watching stuff later, so I haven't caught into it. But I, you were talking about the early 90s. with the. I was working a lot of those times with those Nick games and, like, Yankee games. I used to tape them on the really? old VHS. Oh, yeah. I used to tape them on the old VHS. Evan still does that now with games. And I would make I don't sure know how you could do that. that I avoided human contact until I got home and watched the game because it was that important. So I made sure that for whatever it was, that 10-hour span... 
I avoided all human beings, and I got home and watched a game. You can't do that with, with a TV show all the time because maybe there's three days, four days, five days, but you avoid Twitter, you avoid whatever social media, you avoid for a few your hours. jerk friends for a couple of days, and then you go watch the And this also, beca- it was such a big storyline involving a big character on a big show that, like, everybody, like, brands started capitalizing on this, like, big companies, like, you know, just think, no like, to avoid Target, it. Walmart, with throwing stuff about it, like, jokes about it on right. local news, like, this became unavoidable the last this few days. Not, that's why I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, and yet maybe I spoiled it uh, for more people here talking about it. The games thing is a weird one. I've done it a couple times. Here's my issue. Not avoiding. I could avoid. Shut your phone off, whatever. I get home late, start the game late. My issue is, I know that other people know what, what's what's happened or what is happening in this game because it already has taken place or is taking place. So my body, my mind, I can't sit there and not like buzz through it. I'm not sitting there patiently and be like, okay, I'm going to start it now and pretend that nothing else is happening. I'm trying as hard as I can to catch up in real time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's only if you missed a little bit and you're catching up. And but I even if that I missed the whole if thing, if you missed the whole game and you know the whole game is over, I can't there's nothing there. to buzz through. I know, but I can't sit there like I'll maybe blow through the first quarter, or whatever. It's like I just need to get to all right. Where does something happen in the game here? I can't. I don't. Know, I ha- I can't sit there and just. Nah, I'm good when the game's over. If you're telling me like a, I had to do that for some of the Yankee playoff games this past year, two or three innings because we had to do whatever the hell we yeah. had to do, apple picking or some nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I got home in like the third inning or whatever it was, and I'm catching it from the beginning. That's where you find yourself buzzing through the commercials really fast yeah. because you know, and I'm also waiting for my phone to start buzzing because somebody yeah, right. do something. With a, so that's, that's yeah, you're trying to catch up to the world so you don't because get, you know yeah, you don't somebody's going to screw it right. up for you, even though the text is probably, you know, my mother about something totally but different. But it happens too, even but if you possible. get it, it, it. could be an emoji. You get the text, you're like, oh, crap. But so or even just knowing which person texted you, yeah, right, like, right, this right. is a negative person, person this is a positive right, person. Right. Don't even look down at the name because once you see the name, you know what the text is. So that's all that, but that, well, that's the game in progress. If the game is over by like six, seven hours, five hours, you know the game is over, whatever it is. Now you can sit back and relax. Yeah. Any text that comes through has nothing to do with whatever. I guess. You, shut yeah. you just shut off the world. It's actually somewhat cleansing, if you will. Yeah. I don't know. I don't and know. It's almost like, like it. Aaron Rodgers into the darkness. Like yeah, just, right. You get a chance to sit back, and you've got now, however it is, two, three hours to yourself. It was different, too. And we'll take a break and get back to your calls, 877-337-6666. It was different because I was thinking, you know, when you talk about what show you cared about, like The Sopranos, I didn't feel like there were, it was a spoiler error, right? Well, we didn't have social media then. Right, but it's not just about, do we have texting then? Maybe not to the level that we do now. Not in the first few years of the show. No, definitely well, like, not. I'm talking but about by, like, the by, end. by the end, like by when the, the finale aired, all oh, that definitely, stuff was around. The finale what do you mean, 09? No, the finale, I think, was like 06, right? Oh, jeez, was it 07? Was it 07, Fleeks? I thought it was like 06. Here's, here's, I think it was 07, but it might have been 07. It was definitely one of those two years. It was Somewhere either 07 or 09 because, so if you're saying Definitely 06, not 09. Okay, my late. now here's in my mind where I go to it because I remember breaking up with it my... It was 2007. So I was, Seven? Okay. I broke up with my ex-girlfriend and I remember watching the finale after breaking up with her. And then, you know, not watching it with her and being at home and like kind of still depressed about the breakup. Uh, but the reason why I got the year wrong is because we broke up twice. <laughs> we got together twice. That was the girl that I ran into at the Nick game. <laughs> we dated in 07, and we dated again in 09. So I was I went to 09, but no, I was wrong. It was the 07 breakup. Mm, breakup one. <laughs> so Sopranos was breakup one. That, thank you. I will now Remember not that. forget Part that one. Part one now. No, right, thank you, Marco. That was fun. Forget uh, the update. We'll get back to that. Too. You have but to just say to something? let you yeah. know, Sal, that this was brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, I did a video for Superbook that they'll be posting tomorrow uh, as well. Knicks. I made the Knicks. Cavs pick. So stay tuned. For that. All right, we'll get back to your calls. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
Time back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Taking your calls the rest of the way. Going to 2 a.m., Pat Boyle will take you through the overnight on this Friday morning. Russell is calling from West Isla. What's up, Russell? Hey, what's up, Sal? How are you tonight? How are you, Russell? I'm doing all right. Um, So let me tell you something about the text messages, the threads, and the notifications. Okay. First of all, you can control them, you can make them not notify you, and you can change the ring sounds. Now, in order to do that, you need to know somebody who really knows phones well or have a 19-year-old daughter. <laughs> and you can customize everything. Well, good. In 19 years or, or 17 years, I guess I'll be good to go. But it's just hard to avoid it uh, anyway. you got to go through all these lengths and take all these measures to be able to avoid these spoilers nowadays. Yeah, you you, 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 you do. And um, Because even if you did that on the phone, Russell, even if you did that, and thank you for the call, even if you did that on the phone, you could have – Happened what I had uh, happen today on Baseball Night New York, where I legitimately was not trying to spoil anything. I assumed everybody had seen it, and it just came up. It was a random topic we picked out of an envelope for that segment. I read it, and I was trying to explain why that topic was a topic in regards to the spoilers. It meant that succession, you know, because the you know the guy died, and I didn't realize that Danny Wax on the panel didn't didn't see it. Oops. Danny's in Seaford. Good morning, Danny. Now, what's happening, my friend? Uh, such a crazy world we're living in these days. I can remember having to call up sports phone, and now, look, we're trying to not get information, but that's not the uh, reason for my phone call. Dude, uh, real quick on that, you're right. I legitimately remember. I used to work at King Collin. It was my first job, 1997. I remember going on a break. Using the pay phone, bing bongers don't even know what that is, a phone that was attached to a wall that you put a quarter in and call or whatever it was. I would use a pay phone to call sports phone to find out what the Falcons were doing on the Sunday. I I remember that well, you know. uh, I remember growing up, fond memories of the 90s, I'll tell you that. Insane thinking about that. Now, with the 90s, let's talk about uh, hockey. I called you a few weeks ago. I was feeling great about uh, the Rangers. I still feel great. Uh, I think we all uh, saw this coming, that we were playing the Devils. I called up saying I was really hoping that we could uh, continue and uh, pass them and get the home ice advantage. I know everyone's a little fearful of the Devils. I know everyone's getting ahead of themselves about, oh, what about Big Bad Boston? But it's going to be a hard-fought series. It's the hardest championship to win of all in all professional sports Sal as you know but I think we're going to be fine I don't think it's going to be a easy task but I think the Rangers are going to give them help I'm with you Danny and thank you for the call I do think the Rangers are ready for this yeah look I mean these things are impossible to predict these playoff runs are so difficult doesn't matter how loaded you are you know luck is a big part of it as well and they need to be lucky as well as be good. But the Rangers are loaded up here. This team is built to win a Stanley Cup. This is not like other years where, hey, they're good. They get in the postseason. Let's see how far they could go. Maybe the hot goalie could take them all the way. No. This team is as talented as any other team in the league. I know Boston is unbeatable or looks unbeatable. Maybe they won't be there. Maybe that's part of the luck that I'm talking about. You need Igor at the top of his game. He's been like that. The last few weeks. They needed their stars to gel. They've done that. Their special teams are excellent. Their defense getting healthy with Lindgren is going to help. Their playoff experience, their head coach, the pieces are in place. It may be the toughest trophy. It may be a tough run. This team has a legitimate shot to win it all. Stretch is in the Bronx. What's up, Stretch? Hey, Sal, how's everything, man? How are you, Stretch? Yeah, we're getting there. Um, <laughs> I think there's a difference uh, between spoiling a TV show and spoiling a movie. Interesting. Yeah, the movie like movie you probably shouldn't spoil at all, right? Bigger window, right? About a time, you know, mum's the word. But, I mean, uh, succession has become a horse race, you know? What do you mean? Who's, who's going to win, right? It's a, right. But I digress. So, with the upcoming 
Knicks playoff birth, right? Feels mm-hmm. good. Doesn't, you know, I feel like we have an out here with injuries and next year's the big year. And I'm just looking at uh, 2024's free agency, Jamar DeRozan. What do you think is the position best suited to go after? Well, were you talking about the season after next already? No, yeah, off-season next year. I mean, having the injuries with the hands and the ankles to... No, Brunson Brunson said he feels good. He's fine. Randall, I mean, is probably still a little bit banged up, but I think he's going to be able to play. Brunson should be fine. And look, they're not going to win a championship anyway. Could they win a first round? Sure. Yeah, I'm very happy with the season. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean to close it out. But, you know, I'm looking forward. And it feels like uh, it's the Rangers postseason, not so much the Knicks postseason. Correct, because you think the Rangers could win the Stanley Cup and not the Knicks, right? You want to get to the Knicks point, uh, a point where the Knicks could be legitimate uh, contenders for a championship, and then obviously they're not there. What about Dame Lillard? What about Trey Young? Would that do it for you? I don't know if Dame fits with Brunson. Okay, what about Trey Young? No, no, Trey Young's a villain. I still, he could be a hero. What do you mean? If he shaves his head, I'll let him. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Stretch. You'd take him and that shot any day of the week. I don't know if they're going to be able to get him or not, but you know that's, you know, man, it would it'd be nice to have Donovan Mitchell, wouldn't it? Kind of the missing piece. I'm not sure. The Knicks have some young studs. In the making, IQ, Quentin Grimes, I mean, even Obi Toppin, when he got an opportunity, did some damage. And maybe that could be trade bait along with R.J. Barrett to go get a big star, whoever that may be. But it feels like the Knicks are missing one legitimate star. And maybe the third star needs to be swapped for another one with different skill set, meaning Randall. But we'll see. Look, forget about the future. Just can you enjoy? See, I don't want to go into this Knicks postseason series thinking about next year or thinking about what they aren't. I want to think about what they are. They're a playoff team. Two out of the last three years. For them, that's a huge freaking deal. For an organization that hasn't been in the postseason very often in the last 20 years, this is a big deal. You should be excited about, as a fan... The most prized thing you could have are these special playoff series or playoff games. It's the most prized thing as a sports fan. You had it with the Giants this year, right? After a long absence, you get to sit down and watch these playoff games. And go beat the Vikings. And go play the Eagles. Oh man, those are great weeks. Hopefully the Jeff fan gets to experience that again this year with Aaron Rodgers. The Mets, even though it was awful last year, still got to experience those postseason games, the wild card round. The Yankees winning around and getting to the ALCS. And now we're going to have the Rangers and Devils and the Islanders and the Nets and, of course, the Knicks. These are the special moments for sports fans. You can't buy it. The playoff series, the schedule, building your schedule around it, whether you're having people over, whether you go into the games, there's nothing better than these playoff series. Gary is in Mayapak. Gary, where the hell you been? I made a, uh, I put a date in my mind when I would call you back, and it was when the season ended because you did upset me. I knew it was that. I apologize. I knew you were mad at me. And you know what's funny, Sal? I'm driving home from work one night. And I think it's when they got Kane, and he go, and you're like, I want to talk Ranger hockey, and you actually said, where the hell is Gary from Mayor Pac-Man? And it touched me, Sal. I really, I really felt touched that even, you know. Not enough to me. call me though. You still kept that band going. I, you know what? In my mind, I'm very superstitious, and I said I am not going to call Sal until the end of the season, and it's the end of the season today. And I called you. And I'm happy to have you. And I'm happy to have you, Gary. Let's go Rangers, baby! We we want the cup, Gary! We want the cup, baby! And let me tell you, 
the same way I'm superstitious. I, I'm trying to see if you'll do something like kind of burn that island the jersey that they gave you. Maybe that'll make it happen for us. Well, now. wait a minute. You want me to burn the Islander? I just said before when we were talking about Dougie Savchak, I said I would burn the vest in the event the Rangers beat the Islanders in the postseason. Now you want me to burn the Islanders jersey they gave to me? All right. If we win the Cup, Sal, that thing is burnt. And I tell you the truth. I've been my first hockey game was 1969 against the Bruins, and I have never felt better about going into a playoff run than I do this year. Wow. I think we have, we have the best top six in hockey. I, our third line, I think, is going to be very important in this series. We're solid on D. You called it before. We need Igor to play the way Igor played, you know, last year. I don't remember and the last I, time we spoke, Gary, but I think it was when Igor was still not where he needed to be. And since then, absolutely. he's turned it around and looks more like the Igor from last year. And he's going to have to turn it up another notch in the postseason, as you know. Absolutely. And to be honest with you, I, I think the Devils, they're not going to be ready for this. Number one, it's, you know, the local New York, New Jersey a lot of pressure. They're young, and the you know the Meadowlands or whatever the heck they call it, the Rock. It's going to be fifty-fifty. There's going to be more Devil fans in there than in the in the past years. But I don't. I don't think. I tell you the truth. I think we take them in five games. Wow, five games! I love it, Gary. You're a new man, a positive man. All of a sudden, optimistic. Yeah, one thing that is annoying me which i we always talked about tickets you know i have the half a season plan the garden screwed the half season ticket holders this year oh what you didn't get playoff access well i got two games but when you don't have home ice you got one game because game seven is not going to be at the garden obviously well they gave you wait they gave you the option of choosing a game or they said automatically you get home games let's say three and four no there's two plans the blue plan Got game one at the Garden and game six, I guess it would. Oh, game right. Five. Okay. I'm in the white plan. I had no option. I got game uh, three or game four in the series, second game at the Garden, and then game seven, which there is no game seven. So I only got, for my investment of 22 games, I got one playoff ticket in the first round. Now, the second round, I get the extra game, and the blue plan does in third round. Blue plane uh, gets the extra. I don't. It goes back and forth. Okay. But what I'm upset about is there was forty five thousand people who put in on like the waiting list when you call, and I happened to get a number and I called, but they wanted to charge me two hundred and thirty dollars for like row six or seven in the blue when my seat that I paid for and the game I'm going to was only a hundred and twenty with no fees. Dolan is, is making money hand over fist this year between the Rangers and the Knicks in there. And they did not take care of the season ticket holder. They should have asked the partial season ticket holders first, do you want extra games? And then once all those were gone or whatever was left, put them on sale. So you're saying you, you, it went on sale for individuals who didn't have a plan. That's what you tried to get. And they were, the price was jacked up. Yes. But last year, the way they did it before they put it, on sale for the general public, they act season ticket holders like myself who invested 22 games. Sure. You could have fly by nights that didn't set foot in the garden all year. Now they get the same opportunity as me. But last year, again, they charged me the regular season ticket holder price, no fees. This year, they jacked them up a hundred bucks. Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculously expensive. I mean, the Knicks is even worse, as I was saying before. At least for the Rangers right now, you could get a decent seat for you know three fifty, maybe four hundred bucks, which is a ridiculous amount. But at least it's a decent seat. With the Knicks, you're not getting in unless you're paying four hundred bucks, and that's a seat all the way up in the four hundreds for basketball, which is even worse. What do you have? You have one ticket, or you buy two? I forget. You buy one to half a season. Two. I'm uh, four twenty blue seat. Row B or second row. So you have two for a half the season, which is a a significant commitment. Which is right. And and I spoke to my rep. The rep said, you know what? You're absolutely right. I think they were getting bombarded with phone calls. You're not the only one calling. But again, if I made a commitment of 22 games, okay, and now anybody, you just 
445,000 people sign up. They get a number just like me. Where do they get all these loose tickets from? I don't understand how they have that much availability. That's what I said. Well, they didn't have 45,000, you know, called in. Oh, okay. But now I'm going up against 45,000 people. And you know what? They're charging me $100 more. Yeah. Well, you you pay it, though. I mean, you should. You, did you pay it to get the ticket? No, I did not for the first round. I can't make that investment. I'm positive. I think they're going. I got to save some money for, for, the, for the third and the finals. You know, for the first round, even though it's the Devils, I would love to be there every game. And you know what? We, I'm hoping the Islanders not Carolina off because I would love, like, 94. We beat the Islanders. We beat the Devils. I would love. Oh, it's happening, Gary. It's happening, Gary. I feel it in my bones. I feel it. I need a whistle. You got to give me a whistle before. before. There you go, Gary. Thank you for the call. Good to have you back aboard with us. Perfect timing. I knew Gary was mad. I knew he was mad at me for the Islanders stuff because he got mad at me years ago for even just saying, "Ah, I don't hate the Islanders. I grew up on Long Island. I don't mind the Islanders. So, of course, once that Islanders stuff got blown up, I knew Gary was mad at me. He hasn't been calling me. But now his self-imposed ban has been lifted. Good to have him back in time for the start of the postseason. I'm telling you, that is going to be, uh, man, I don't want to say more than the Stanley Cup because nothing means more than Stanley Cup, but I want that Rangers-Islander series so freaking bad. To be able to be on the air, to talk with you guys about it, a Rangers-Islanders postseason matchup, oh, man. Let's go, Islanders! Take out the Canes! And it will be the perfect map. I want the Devils. We got the Devils. I want the Islanders, and then I want the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I don't care who's waiting there in the West. They're going down. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're down to 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Sparks! When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Finish up with your calls here. Been a fun Thursday night slash Friday morning. Be back again tomorrow night, Friday night slash Saturday morning, I guess. Whenever the Yankees game ends, roughly around 10, 10.30-ish with these quick games till 2 a.m. Uh, 877-337-6666. Jimmy is in Jersey City. Good morning, Jimmy. Good morning, my man, Sal. How you doing, buddy? Are you a Devils fan, too? I've always been a Devils fan. Since, uh, when, Islanders, uh, when the Devils moved to New Jersey, I was originally an Islanders fan back when my boss team tried to hear Billy Spitting all them guys. Then I became a Devils fan when they came to New Jersey. Islanders is my second team. 
But it's out. Uh, when you're daughter, you got to go on Saturday. You can't go on Sunday because, you know, like when you go to a restaurant, you cancel. You don't want your first meal. You go with your second choice, and that wasn't the right choice. So I'm just saying, you go on Sunday. I'm with you. That There's a maybe, part of me. Maybe, get a, maybe you get a flat tire or something. Or, yeah, you know, see, there's a part. You're right, Jimmy. There's a part of me that says, hey, we made Sunday the day. Let's stay committed to Sunday. We'll see what Jeff Banton says with the weather update tomorrow morning. But the, the weather says push to Sunday, but my gut is saying just ride it out and stick with Saturday. Just stick with Saturday. So you got to carry a little umbrella for a little half hour here and there. It's okay. Yeah. The, 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 the smile on her face is worth all of it. Trust me. Well, the problem is if they start canceling some of the you know the parade or the shows. You know, I don't really want to be going back. It's a, it's just a hike to go back there. So it's not like, oh, yeah, it's 20 minutes down the road or a half hour away or even an hour. You're talking about two and a half hours to get there. Well, then you go to my house about an hour away from where you're being when I'll entertain you in my area. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> right, me and my family coming over to hang out with Jimmy in Jersey City. Yeah. Uh, hey, no, I mean, well, I'm, I, I grew up in Jersey. I don't live that way. I don't live down in Jersey Shore now. But uh, question, uh, I'm a Devils fan. Now, the Devils won, what, three games to one this year against the Rangers? Uh, I believe so. I know they played well against the Rangers, yeah. And, Sal, you do know, right, that in the combined years between the Mets, the Knicks, and the Rangers, they haven't won nothing in 116 years. Who That's now? A long time. Between who? The Mets, the Rangers, and the Knicks. Oh, you're, if you're adding it all up since the last yeah, time each yeah, of those teams yeah. won? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, That's I mean, the Rangers won in 94. It's been a long time, but still, I mean, you, you. but think about that. You could add the Jets or add the Islanders in there. Well, if I had the Jets, it would be 170 years, because I did all that already pre, yeah. pre, 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 pre of time. Oh, a lot of so losing got, with got, those teams. You got 29 years with the thirty, almost 30 years with the Rangers. You got 36 with the Mets, and you got 50 even years with the Knicks. Yeah, well, you know, and, and how many now with the Yankees, you know, since 2009, even that's starting to get up there. The Giants as well, but 14. at least... Yeah, at least with the Giants and Yankees, we are you know we are in a dark period as far as championships go. But at least with the Giants and Yankees, they had it in somewhat recent memory. True, but uh, like I said, stay with your daughter for Saturday. Do it for Saturday. Yeah, thanks, uh, Jimmy. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, one last thing, I gotta get, gotta give you a funny. Two, the year two thousand, the year two thousand twenty, the year two thousand, year two thousand fifteen, the year two thousand twenty-two. You say AC stands for after cone. I say stands for always choked. Oh, get out of here, Jimmy. Come on with your negativity. JB is calling from Woodbridge. What's up, JB? Hey, Sal. How are we doing tonight, brother? How are you, JB? I'm doing great. Hey, listen, I got to agree with the caller from the last hour. I think you would be a great next Larry King. You are a great interviewer. So that could be, uh, you know, down the road. Might be an open door. (laughs) No, Secondly, no, I don't want to be no Larry well, King. Listen, don't put yourself down. Don't put yourself down. Larry King, do you talk politics? I, I don't do the political stuff. No, I mean, you could do, you could, you know, you could be like, um, I don't know, like the, the Jim Nance of sports interviews, all right? Oh, hello, friends. I mean, I did used to work in the minor leagues at WOR, as you know, Joe. Well, of course. And that brings me to my next point. This is a big day tonight. This is the first West Coast trip of the Mets season. And I got to ask you, Sal. Do you think at 9.40 when Senga gets on the mound, is Kevin James going to be watching that game all nine innings tomorrow night? No, because you know, Joe, and thank you for the call, that he is not a diehard Mets fan like we are. I mean, he's a Mets fan. I'm not going to take that away from him. Joe, of course, referencing one of the great moments in my broadcasting history where Kevin James called in live to the show because I was ripping him apart for not being a real Mets fan. Who knew? No, Kevin James is a good Mets fan. He's a, he's a good man. Not like Hector in Washington Heights level, which was all I was saying, but he's a good Mets fan. Hector? Absolutely not. What's up, Sal? How are you, Hector? And, uh, we only have a couple minutes just to let you know, so just get to yeah, it. No problem. Yeah. We'll, we'll get short today. We'll go short today. I'm just excited that uh, I wasn't I wasn't really uh, putting two and two together with the Chiefs schedule. We get a Friday evening, Sal. We don't get that much. No, usually my work week here ends in a few hours. So I'll be back tonight, Friday night into Saturday morning. Lucky you. That's what I'm saying. That's good stuff. Good stuff. But yes, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get excited about the Knicks. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm excited, but like you know, not where I feel like I should be. And you know, but I, I think once we get this Saturday, I, I, I think I should be at, at the right level. Yeah, why is that, Hector? If Marco said the same thing, even though I'm excited about it, I'm still not there yet either. Why are we feeling like that? I told you. I, I think for me, it's just 
these Mets, man. These Mets hurt me so bad last year <laughs> that I've had a, hurt, a tough time giving my heart to anybody else. Um, for, By the way, uh, it's coming up on a year since we met. Remember, we met out for the first time at that Rangers viewing party with you, yeah, Doug, Zoo. Watch one of these games. Well, I, I want to look at the schedule. I got to make something happen. I don't know what's going to happen with the Met game. And again, my, I'm, you know, my, remember my work schedule just got adjusted for the next six weeks, so I'm trying to deal with that and everything else. But I do think if we can make it happen, it would be cool to get together and watch either a Knicks or Rangers playoff game. How about we do a Knicks? Let's do a Knicks. That'd be. I mean, listen, Rangers will be good too. Either way, it doesn't matter. Either way, we can make it happen. We make it happen. Right. But sound going into this ten game road trip, um, I'm a little surprised because last year you and I kept arguing because you know me, I wanted to go ten and zero, and you were like, no, and I felt like I don't know, like it was. Reason to have more confidence in that team, confidence in that team last year. At that point. Well, did you hear what Fleeg said before? And I was thinking of you, Hector, because you're right. I remember the call that we had, and thank you for the call. You know, the music's on. I gotta let you go. But it was a different circumstance last year. We didn't know how good they truly were. Right now, we know they finished with 101 wins. They were a legitimate team. We thought they were good. We weren't sure. And at that particular time, they had lost both Scherzer and you know Degrom was out. They were banged up, going to face the world-beating Dodgers. Who didn't lose? That's why I didn't have high expectations. Dodgers aren't as good this year. Mets start the West Coast trip with the A's. And the Mets are, you know, should be a decent team here. The expectations should be raised off of last year. So you were ahead of the curve, Hector. Thanks to Fleegs. Thanks to Connor Green. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. I appreciate each and every one of you. See you tomorrow at 10. Pat Boyle after the Yankees. Pat Boyle's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.